Shalom Aleichem, good Shabbos, happy Friday. Everybody, welcome back to Self-Improve, this podcast where I get to just input and give you all the chokhmah that I've learned on the internet that I, I would annoy people with if I were just spiel all the time. So thanks for listening and enjoy. All right, so imagine... One second, yeah, big yard. <sighs> okay, let's do this. Imagine a photo, right? And you see grandparents hanging out with the kid. And you see parents looking over with a little bit of resentment and detest. It's because they were wondering, why weren't they treating me that way? Right? The kid's looking at their parents. And it's because it's, it's not that your parents love your grandkids more. It's that your grandkids remind them of you as a child. And it's like getting to love that version of you all over again. And that's such a better way to frame that. And it's actually kind of a sad thing to think about as well. Not just happy, oh, they remind me, but it's sad because it's like, oh, I wish I could have experienced them like that, the way I see them with my child. It's your first, it's your parents' first time existing. It is their first time trying this thing called life. Give them a break. And that's a very beautiful thing. Moving on. Grief is a product of attachment. Otherwise, when someone dies, you wouldn't even remember they existed if there wasn't an attachment to the memory of them. This is a sign of the attachment of the mind. Ram Bas, this guy, philosopher, deep fellow, spiritual dude, he says stuff like this and, and once in a while, it really hits home because you gotta understand that he's talking about our ego and identity. Our ego, that self-talk in our mind, clings to things, attaches itself to things, right? Things that technically aren't even real. So it clings, our self-talk will cling to the past and the future. Things that aren't actually real. And, and, and grief is a product of the ego's attachment. It's a product of our identity needing other things to even feel real or else we have existential crises. That's why the ego is impossible to get rid of because we wouldn't be alive right now if we didn't have an ego. So grief, quite literally, is a product of that ego attaching itself to another person, right? Because it's a reflection of the fact that the ego exists. It's a reflection of the fact that you are alive. So when someone dies, there's grief. That attachment's been severed. It's like a part of you's been severed. Part of your identity's been killed. And this is why we resist the acceptance of death to another because it's a reflection of our death that we would resist because that means our ego dies, right? So technically, if we didn't have an ego, if we didn't have any attachments, we wouldn't even remember the person existed because we would be strictly in the present moment. But the ego doesn't operate in the present moment like it does in the past and the future. It's just not possible for the ego to exist in the present moment. That's why the present moment is full of peace. Truly, the present moment is peaceful. Not good nor bad, but just is. The in-between. Not even the in-between, because that's giving construction and belief and definition and form. It's not it's not even the in-between. The present moment is truly just that. The moment. It just is. It's not a good or bad moment. It's not an okay moment. It's it is just a moment with no construction, definition, form, beliefs associated. And so we are attached to the memory of people, right? This right there is a sign that the 
this it's a sign of our attachment of the mind again that self-talk which is in our mind attaches itself to things and here we go again i could just keep going through that loop so that's really i hope you understand i'll say it one more time so you can piece it all together grief is a product of attachment otherwise when someone dies you wouldn't even remember they existed if there wasn't an attachment to the memory of them this is a sign of your attachment of the mind we're attached to our ego and our mind that's really deep moving on this is from instagram a man's first death or i guess pc culture it's a person's first death happens when they have zero hobbies or intellectual interests to just chase dopamine hit after dopamine hit it's it's the inevitable burial <laughs> you know to pass the time looking for dopamine is truly just creating a path to your final breath with no meaning or purpose this is a fresh reminder that we all need hobbies intellectual interests otherwise we are subject to the subconscious programming of everyone around us however this itself is a paradox because to get philosophical with you guys if we are kvetching about oh i don't want to be subconsciously programmed by everyone else i want to be programmed by myself that doesn't it's not possible our inner world is our outer world just like our outer world is someone's inner world right and those are uh, cooperate synergistically therefore if you say I want to do my own program I don't want to be programmed by other people not possible because all our ideas came are inherited from others even when we we're a baby our environment was once someone else's idea or something else's idea I hope that makes sense people that don't have those hobbies or interests and i agree with this statement like people who don't have hobbies interests intellectual interests want to improve upon themselves it they're gonna look for just pure pleasure and i forget if it was frankel or someone else said i'll paraphrase that those who don't have a meaning to life seek pleasure or those who don't want to look for the meaning of life seek pleasure because those hedonic dopamine hits will completely take us out of the ponder in which our existence lies right nothing inherently wrong with the dopamine hit right because it acts as one half of yin yang and we need that in life like we just need it to operate right keep in mind we don't ponder in the middle of synthetic nachis simcha we're the synthetic joys we don't connect to our spirit if that makes sense we we are a zombie in essence literally the, this container this shell of meat suit that we live in is a puppet to the puppeteer of the infinite the essence godliness and uh when we don't connect to that essence, infinite, infinity, or godliness, whatever you want to call it, we don't connect to that, the universe, you are subject to literally being a walking zombie with no awareness and at some, at some point turmoil because that is not forever and we'll cling to that feeling to distract ourselves from our existential crisis that lies within. I hope that makes sense. Moving on. Here's a question. Are you healing or are you avoiding? 
Oftentimes, we believe that removing ourselves from our problems is the way to get rid of our problems. As vast as this universe is, you cannot escape yourself. The only way forward is through, remember this, sit with discomfort, sit with the feeling, whatever you're feeling, sit with the feeling, breathe and listen to the ego talk. By not resisting the ego, the ego disintegrates, it evaporates, it dies, and then it resurrects with a new voice that you train it, or your environment trains it, we're not going to go down that again. A new voice is created, and you listen and are aware to that voice until it dies, right? To heal, you must sit through the storm. You can't be running from the storm because it will catch up because we are not machines. We lose willpower. You're not a machine that can outrun the storm met metaphorically. You can't because you get tired and give up. That's what humans do. We get tired and give up and get exhausted and get mad at people for that lack of willpower that's out of our control. You know what I mean? All these emotions involved sit through the storm and accept you must navigate your way through your own darkness with the light you're capable of creating because you can create a light and create a ripple effect since everyone is a reflection of you and you are a reflection of them therefore because light is a thing and metaphorically let's say joy pride confidence love all these things exist we know they exist therefore you are capable of taking that already infinite consciousness right the thing that's already out there you're capable of taking it and giving it to others this whole universe is recycled stardust you can take all of that light simchanachis the ruach and kavod you can take it all and give it to others right so that's how you navigate your way through your own darkness and you think i need this darkness to create my light i literally need the darkness i need it you work with it okay Show all parts of yourself love. Show all parts of yourself love. Not only when you're good at something, not only when you're sucking at something, always show yourself love because then you're going to show everyone love when they go through hardship, when they succeed and struggle. You're gonna show them love because you show yourself love. Treat your neighbor like you treat or want to be treated. That's the key. Your demons, you know, you, the demons you have aren't really demons is what I'm saying. Like all the battles you have, they're not really battles. They're just part of your subconscious crying for help. Love yourself. Listen to yourself. Be aware of that self-talk, that ego that talks in your head. Listen to it. Heal yourself. Be aware. Observe it all. Be the observer. All those battles, all those services, again, all that darkness, it's your subconscious crying for help, screaming, saying, please bring all the light, search for that infinite consciousness, or some people call it the collective consciousness, where we, again, all have access to the tools that exist already, or that could exist with our tools now. You know, like a couple elements on the on the periodic table create new elements or create new things. 
life is no different, right? Take all of that out there. Create your own light because that's the subconscious saying, please find something, please. And it's crying for help. And you got to listen to yourself. Heal yourself. Meaning, meaning, if you get cut by somebody, let that cut heal or else you will run around bleeding on other people who did not cut you. Love yourself because you love others or so you can love others. I hope that resonates. I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for tuning in. This is a great episode. Love you all. Speaking of love. And keep spreading peace. Zev Weisdorf signing off.